Welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect with Janae. What's up? What's good? If you don't know already, my friend Des and I have started a women's ministry called Praying While Imperfect and a group of young ladies who are just searching for God, trying to grow in their relationship with God and to be in connection with other sisters who are doing the same thing. So if you are interested, if you want to join, it is completely virtual. The details will be in the description of each episode below. Now you can tell by the title, we're talking about journaling as a form of healing or as a form of growth. I know that when I was in solitude and it was really just me and God, journaling was a huge, huge thing that he had me do. And I know it was from God because I remember before I even started my healing journey or before I even started the journey walking with God, I had bought this journal in an attempt to start journaling down my feelings because I was so depressed at that time in life. I had bought a journal to attempt, but I never wrote in the journal and I just had the journal sitting in my nightstand. And then when I finally decided I was ready to really take my walk with God serious, he brought to my remembrance that journal I had. And it was a small like Dollar General journal. So it wasn't a super big journal, but it was a starting point. And it was a way for him to let me know like, this is your outlet. This is your way to speak to me. This is your way for me to reveal things to you that you need to grow from or you need to heal from or you need to let go of. So I want to dive into that. I have been praying to God that he reveals my heart, that he reveals to me my heart posture. And what I mean by that when I am praying to him is I'm asking God to show me myself, show me the ways in which I am not walking with you. Show me the ways in which I am not honoring you. Show me my sinful ways. Show me, just reveal to me myself because how can we grow and how can we become these evolved beings who are living out the fullness of what God called us to live out if we aren't looking in the mirror and if we aren't identifying the things inside of us that has to change. You have to have this type of awareness with yourself to say, you know what, I am not perfect. You know what, there are a lot of things that I need to heal from that I don't know what I need to heal from. And God, I am letting you know that I want to heal. I'm letting you know that I want you to show me myself. I want you to show me what needs to be healed within me. So I made that prayer and God is like, okay, you made that prayer request. I'm going to fulfill the prayer and show you, but bring out your journal because I have been neglecting journaling and I haven't really been doing it. And I know it helped me a lot. And that's when God was just like, okay, bring back out your journal because in journaling, I am able to get things out of my mind and out of my head and actually write them down on paper. And it is a technique for grounding because when you have everything all in your head and all in your brain, you're lost because you thinking of what you going to eat later. You're thinking of, you know, your work life, your school life, all of these um, duties and chores that you have to do that you don't have enough time to fully just focus your attention on, okay, God, what do I need to heal? Okay, God, what do I need to work on? So that is when he brings the journal in front of our face and he's like, write these things down. When I am revealing to you something you need to work on, pull that journal out and write it down so that you have, you are able to see, you are able to go back 
on it later in the future and see like, oh, wow, like God did that for me. God healed me from that. God took me out of that situation. I no longer behave in that way that I was writing down or I no longer have that sin attached to my name anymore. And you're able to visually see that. Or even if it's something you haven't yet grown out of, I always write a list like this is how I want my 2023 to go, the things that I want to improve on within myself. And I revisit that list when I remember to. And there are a lot of things on the list that I have not done yet, but it's great that I have that to fall on. It's great that I have my journal and what I've wrote into written what I have written to remember and go off on like, okay, I still have time to work on these areas in my life. And even if I don't work on them by the time the year is up, I still have that to look at like, okay, this is area and room for growth. So how can we do this growth? I learned that when you're journaling, you're able to express yourself in a way that you wouldn't express yourself if you were per se talking to someone about your feelings. Um, a lot of times when you are doing therapy, they ask you to journal. They ask you to journal. They give you homework. I want you to journal out these things. When you're feeling this type of way, I want you to journal out these things. I have been grieving the death of my dad and I took and I went in to seek therapy and my therapist was telling me like, when you feel those waves of sadness come on you, journal. Journal things that bring to your remembrance the joy of who your dad is or meditate on it. Visualize these things that honor your father or write him a letter. Write your father a letter telling him how much you miss him. It is so amazing how therapeutic journaling can be to one's mind, body, and soul. I know sometimes we feel that it won't help or we may just feel that there are better things to do than to face our traumas. But when we don't give ourselves the time to fully confront the things in our life that aren't serving us, then they're going to stay there. And then I'm a big person on self-improvement. So if I see that I am repeating the same cycles each year, let alone each month, it's like, okay, something got to give, Janae, because this is something you were dealing with five months ago. Why are you still in the same place? Why haven't you grown from this? Definitely, y'all, giving myself grace. Not too much, not too much. I am hard on myself, (laughs) but I am definitely working on that grace aspect of like, you know, life is a journey. You're not going to have everything figured out in one day. But it's also, there are some things where it's like, okay, you know that you can be better than that. You know what you're capable of. You know your potential, yet you are lacking, yet you are letting laziness or things that you haven't healed from allow you to be stuck in the same place over and over and over again. And if you are listening to my podcast, then I know for a fact, you are a person that wants to grow. Because my podcast is all about growing and allowing God in on that growth journey. So pull out your journal. I've said on previous episodes, I hope y'all have y'all journals out because take notes. Ever since God has brought journaling into my life, I felt so much more connected to myself than I've ever felt in my whole entire life. That date, that selfishness that me time that okay it's me and god it's it's nobody else i'm using this time just for me and i'm doing i'm not just using this time to do something unproductive but i'm using this time to heal i'm using this time to grow i'm using this time to plan i'm using this time to create new things in my life 
I want to share a couple of journal prompts for you guys today. They're more so on the healing side of things rather than the like get to the goals and get to the dreams. But these are more of confronting your fears or confronting things of the past that need to be brought up to heal because sometimes God is walking us into a new phase in life, but we still have this baggage we still have this clutter that we got to let go of. I know, go listen to my episode, Declutter, okay? But <laughs> we still have this clutter that we need to let go of. And journaling can help us let go of that clutter. Like, you have to romanticize. I told my friend this the other day. I'm like, you got to romanticize your life, okay? You got to act like journaling is a fine art. It's a luxury thing to have because all of these things that God has given us to promote growth or to walk in our purpose, it's a gift. It's a gift for us to have because God did not have to give us that, but he gave us a tool. He's like, here, here's this tool. Here's this journal. Here's this paper. Here's this pencil. Here's this pen. Create. Write. Lay it all out. Lay your thoughts out. The same way you would do in prayer, do it in this journal. Here are a couple of journal prompts that I have. The first one is, what has been the hardest thing to forgive yourself or someone else for? This was a really good journal prompt for me because there are a lot of things that I hold inside that I am ashamed of. And I know something for me recently that I've had a hard time forgiving myself for is my relationship with my dad before he passed away because I was not actively talking to him knowing how sick he was. And it's hard for me to forgive myself from for that because now I don't ever have that time back to really talk to my dad and love on him. So that's something I have been struggling to forgive myself for. And another thing in someone else rather than myself that I have been struggling to forgive is just the relationship with me and my mom. Me and my mom do not see eye to eye. And there are a lot of things that I don't understand and that she doesn't understand about me. And it's hard for me to forgive the, the ways in which I needed her and she wasn't able to show up for me. So that is another thing that I'm like, okay, these are two things that I have to give to God and release and forgive myself for because there is love in the midst of that and there is perspective in the midst of that and we aren't going to be able to see it that way if we are holding on to this shame and this guilt of the past. We're not going to be able to grow and really have forgiveness and acceptance for what has happened if we are holding on to it. So my question to you, if you have your journals out, write down what has been the hardest thing to forgive yourself or someone else and not and I'm gonna do both and someone else for. The second one is what things in my life are preventing me from experiencing joy and not just any joy, not just any five second happiness because, you know, you and your friends went out on the weekend and you experienced that little bit of taste of high highness from hanging out with your friends. No, what is stopping you from experiencing God's joy on a daily basis? And this can even go back to the prompt before the unforgiveness that you are holding on to that could be preventing you from experiencing joy or or it could be you not living in your purpose you doing things that you know you don't want to do but you are living in the world and when I say living in the world I mean 
God could be calling you to create and be an entrepreneur and he's giving you all of this vision, yet you're still working at a retail job. And now you're not experiencing no joy because you're stressed and you hate what you're doing. And now you you don't like life. You don't have any hope or, you know, you just doing things that you're that, you know, you don't have the heart for or the passion for. So what things in your life are preventing you from experiencing joy? It could even be a person. It could be yourself, your own limitations. It could be anything. The third is based on your daily routine. Where do you see yourself at in five years? And picking up off of that, I have what habits do you have that aren't helping you grow as a person? So based on the habits you have right now, where do you see yourself at in five years? And be 100% honest with yourself. Be real. Don't be trying to sugarcoat because the only person reading this journal is you and God. And God knows a liar when he know, when he see a liar. Okay. So what is stopping you? I mean, what daily habits do you have? And where do you see if you continue these daily habits for the next five years, where would you be? If I am not a more disciplined person, more go-getter type person, instead of sitting around being lazy, wanting things to be handed to me, I'm going to be in the same position I'm in right now five years later with a degree in my hand. If I'm not going after the things I'm passionate about, I'm going to be working for people that I don't even want to work for. And what habits do you have that aren't helping you grow as a person? What do you need to let go of? What daily habits do you need to let go of that aren't helping you get to where you want to be? You have this five-year vision. Like, I know God, you in control, but in five years, you know, this is where I should somewhere see myself. And if the habits you're having right now are not going to put you in that position five years from now, anything can happen in five years. But we're talking about the present moment, okay? If the present moment things, if this was it for you and you were the same person each and every day waking up, would you have the life that you dream of having. The next one is write a letter to your younger self. And more specifically, write a letter to the self that experienced the most trauma. So I wrote a letter to my middle school self. Y'all, I didn't experience trauma from elementary to middle school to high school. Yeah, so I wrote a letter to, I think, my 15-year-old self, but I also wrote a letter to, like, my elementary, middle school self because that was when I was getting bullied a lot. And, girl, you are beautiful. You are black and beautiful. Yes, let know something, okay? But I feel like when I was 15 years old was the pivot of, like, my downfall of me really, really falling deeply into depression and looking, seeking other people for validation that, I could only get from God. So write a letter to that self. What do you want to tell that person? The next is, what characteristics or what things about myself am I most ashamed of? What flaws are you ashamed of? Write it down. And then to counteract that, because we ain't just stopping with the negativity. What characteristics within yourself are you the most appreciative of? The next one is, is there someone you are secretly seeking approval from and what would having their approval changed? I searched up this one and I'm going to journal this when I get off of here with y'all because this was a good one. Who am I seeking approval from? And what would having that approval gain me? What would I have? 
That's a real question. Who am I idolizing above God? Okay, because nobody can give me anything in this world but God. Only God is the only person that can give me any type of approval that I am seeking. We all out here seeking approval. So what is what is me looking to you for approval for going to do for my life? That's a good question. And then the last one is, when do you feel the most happy? What makes you feel the most passion towards? And what does that look like? So I don't know if that question really made sense, but I'm going to give you an example of my life. What brings me the most happiness and passion is my niece. She makes me so happy. I love her so much. Just being around her, praying over her, encouraging her, that gives me life. That gives me meaning and purpose because I'm here for a reason, okay? I'm here to make my niece the happiest person she can be when she's in my presence. Um, Writing. Writing brings me so much joy, like expressing myself on paper, writing stories, reading stories. That brings me the most joy. I'm a very passionate person when it comes to like storytelling When I was in school, English class and reading class were my favorite classes. I could not wait to go to those classes and write and read. So that brings me the most passion and my podcast. My podcast and the ministry God called to brings me the most happiness and passion because I don't know. This is all I see for myself. I don't see myself doing anything else. I'm lying, y'all. I also see myself... um, just working with teenagers, I don't know, teenagers bring me so much joy and just knowing that I could be that role model, that person for them also brings me a lot of joy. So those are the journaling prompts that I have for y'all. I hope that y'all really take this time to journal, to connect with yourself, to allow the presence of God to reveal to you the things in which you need to heal I was reading Joshua chapter seven. I've been reading the whole book of Joshua. It is so good. If you are in a transition phase, if God is calling you into a promise, read and study, meditate on Joshua because that is a word. But I was reading Joshua chapter seven and in this chapter, they, you know, they're in the promised land and they defeated the Jericho, Jericho. I'm bad at these names, but they defeated them and they're walking to the Amorites and they're losing, like they're losing the battle. People are dying and Joshua falls to his face and he's just asking God, like, God, why would you take us this far just for us to be destroyed, just for us to die in the hands of our enemies? And God told Joshua, fix yourself. Get up. What are you on the floor for? The reason why y'all are not defeating your enemy is because you have, you have things among you that are devoted to destruction. And I, and God said, I will not be with you until these things that are devoted to destruction are destroyed. So what God was saying is you have things attached to you that are sinful, that are not of me, that need to go before you, before I can walk you further into this promised land. That's why I've been in prayer asking God to reveal to me my heart because reveal to me myself because what do I have on the inside of me or around me that needs to die? That I have to let go of before I walk into the fullness of what God is calling me to walk into. And God don't just leave us lonely to think about these things. He puts us in situations that shows us what needs to be revealed. But he also gives us 
very practical things like a paper and a pen. Journal. Journal. Have some self-reflection. Do it, girl. I'm praying for us that this summer is something totally mind-blowing, okay? She said, God, you can blow my mind. He sang back and he said, I'm about to do it. Period, okay? <laughs> God is about to blow our minds and we are going to be brand new. Rip me out the plastic because I'm acting brand new, okay? God is going to make us into something brand new, brand spanking new. Ain't nobody going to recognize this new person that's going to start walking because we done done this self-reflection. We done allow God to change us from the inside out, okay? And it's going to be hard, y'all. It's hard. It's not no easy thing. It's it's a, it's definitely a roller coaster ride because once you once he reveals to you one thing and you grow and you're working on healing and all these unresolved traumas start coming back up, you're going to be questioning like, damn, why I asked for this? Why did I ask for this? It's hard. It's hard, God. But it's okay because God is with us. He knows it's hard. He knows. He knows what we what we're about to go through and what we are going through. But he's with us. We have him to lean on. We're journaling and we're getting in our feelings and we're experiencing these emotions that we've laid to rest God is going to be with us he's like give it all to me dump it all to me I'm revealing these things to you so you can let it go so you can give it to me and I can give you something new this is perfectly imperfect with Janae